Every year on May the 4th, citizens gather in celebration of Jedi, rebels, and the power of the Force. They wear costumes, have parties, and share greetings and pictures on their social networks. They say it's fun, but what aren't they telling you about May the 4th? They say that the rebels are heroes looking to restore freedom to the galaxy. Fact, the Jedi and rebels are traitors to the Empire, and so are all those who celebrate May the 4th. They say, may the Force be with you, in reference to an old greeting about the Force. Fact, the Force is used for mind control, levitation of deadly weapons, and haunting the living after death. Is that really something to celebrate? They dress in honor of Jedi and rebel fighters. Fact, wearing such attire is a punishable crime under the Emperor's Subversive Apparel Act. May the 4th is a dangerous and immoral holiday. This year, say yes to the Empire, say no to Jedi, say no to Rebels, and say no to May the 4th. Paid for by the Emperor's Committee to destroy May the 4th. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. And admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Of course, the dog's barking. The dog's always barking. So, hey, it's episode hey, 246. I don't have an intro. 246. I don't have an outro made. I'm just, we're just, we're just going to do this and I'll edit it together tomorrow before I put it up. So, we'll hit, uh, we'll hit 300 in about a year this time next year. Yeah. Yeah. 250 yeah, in a month, summer. right? Yeah. Yeah, wow. God All right. It. So, and if hey, you don't sync us before that, we'll be right, doing you know, just fine. Well, that's what's great. There's no internet FCC. I can say whatever the fuck I want, motherfuckers. Anyway, so um seen any good movies lately? No. All so right. what else is going on? Uh not much. I did um actually I did see Oblivion with Julie. Oblivion. Oh, yeah, we Tom talked Cruise, about that yeah. last week. Yeah, I saw yeah. it, and then I saw it again, because oh. she's just like, let's go see Oblivion, and I didn't, I couldn't tell her that I'd seen it already. <laughs> Jesus, really? Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, and it was okay, it was a good second time, it was fine, it was it was a good movie. Okay, all right. Um, so, um... We, okay, so we saw Iron Man 3, we just we got we, back. Literally, it's we saw it. 12.55, we saw a 10 o'clock show. And it was great. Yeah, I enjoyed I'm, it. I just want to say it was great, and I don't because I'm I'm one of those people who, you know, don't want to hear anything, and I'll and I'll be right. such an asshole sometimes that I'll be like I don't want to hear the whole it's great thing. I just want it's, Iron Man three is out. Uh, you should go see it. Right, right. Um, so yeah, it's gonna make a ton of money. It it is it is. Um, 
But for people that want to know a little more, <laughs> without being spoilery, because we agreed, no, no spoilery shit. Um, somebody asked me on on Facebook after I checked in. Yeah. Um, you know, they said that they watched part one and two to get ready for this one, and they said, "How was it?" And I said, "Well, it was it was dark, and it was light, and it was funny, and it was sad." So it yeah. was great. And but I it was you, all of that sometimes in the same scene. They managed to do a, a really good job of maintaining some, some lightness during some of the dark stuff. Yeah. So and and, and you know, of course I want to reference stuff, but uh we'll wait a couple of weeks before yeah. we do like a full on discussion. Um but I was um I was pleased. Yeah. I was yeah. delighted. Let's Dis- say discussing past events was handled well because that was one of the big questions. Yeah. And um, there were yeah. parts that surprised me. Like actually, as a moviegoer, I went, "What?" Yeah, yeah. There were there were a couple of times yeah. when it was it was nice to be so sucked into something. Yeah, that and and you're not of, spending time trying to figure out what they're gonna do. Yeah, and every every plot point didn't leak, which is nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. There was a lot of stuff that was. Yeah. yeah, it was I good. I mean, you could tell from the trailer kind of how it's going to progress, what the ending is, what yeah, the middle is. Yeah, but I'll tell is. you, like, there I ugh. Yeah, there were, there were some parts that came later than I expected them to, but all in all. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah? So, okay. yeah, I do. Um, so, yeah. Good movie. I really, say, really I good. I say go see it. Yes, most definitely. I don't think, it. I don't, I don't. It's not necessary if you just want to watch the Avengers. It's not necessary to, you know, enjoy yeah, the Avengers. I think, although there are events that happen in this that could play into, yeah, his character, but not overall. Yeah, and I don't think that you're really. I mean, don't worry so much about going out and watching the two Iron Mans and the Avengers. I don't think you necessarily need that much of a of a prerequisite kind of thing. No. I think this movie could stand on its own. <laughs> if you knew where, where Iron Man came from, then yeah. 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 Well, yeah, this, mm-hmm. okay. I know. Um, so yes, really good. Yeah. Um, we should warn folks, this is going to be a pretty short show. Cause we're tired. Cause it's late, man. We're tired. So keeping on, keeping on Marvel, uh, they released a couple of pictures of, uh, Falcon, uh, today from Captain America two. No, oh, yeah. You not look anything like the comic book. He's like just a dude in military dress with like tiny Uzis. Um, so I'm guessing it's before he gets his okay. suit. I don't know. Uh, pictures of Jamie Fox as Max Dillon before he becomes Electro. I did see some of those. Yeah, I took one of them. I made that my profile picture. Oh yeah. A couple of people said I was going to delete you because I didn't know who the fuck you were. Um, <laughs> we could talk about some trailers that we saw tonight. Yes, let's do that. Um, Hunger Games. Okay. Look, All right. Look. I am not a fan of the books. I'm not a fan of the first movie. But this one seems to correct the major issue I had with the first movie. Which was? Scope. Yeah. It was, it's, I mean, the, the capital is this giant sprawling, the districts mm-hmm. are huge. And it actually looks like, like there's huge cranes and there's stuff yeah. in the backgrounds here. So the the scope is expanded more and it looks... It looks more like a complete world, and it looks like they actually. It's it's weird. I can't think of another series where the first movie's kind of good, and the second one is like incredible because of like, like I can only I can only say like from the first Harry Potter 
compared to the third or fourth. Mm-hmm. Like how the world gets realized around the characters. And it's just, it's better. It looks like a better movie. I'm actually kind of interested in it. And I am not interested I, in the other one. I think the one could argue that the first movie felt a little smaller, a little mm-hmm. bit more intimate because it is, it is totally just oh, it could her be, journey, yeah. her point of view, blah, blah. And yeah. I know that all the books are first person, blah, oh, yeah. blah. But I think that you can feel the broader scope because the second story, mm. I mean, oh, yeah. she's, but a, I mean, her also, story is a broader scope. But also, I mean, on a practical level, yeah. they've got more money. That's they, exactly what you're uh, seeing on screen. Exactly, it and, looks and, more expensive. And they put the money into it, and it looks yeah. fantastic. I think it'll, I think it'll be great, and I think it'll yeah. push me into the top ten, if not the top five of the movie contest. <laughs> yeah, wait till Anchorman comes out. I'm gonna take it with Anchorman. You think? I think so. I think it's gonna do two fifty easy. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It might be too long. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Um. We also saw uh, Star Trek. Yep. Nine. Okay. The, Here's the thing about the let me trailer. let me just let me yeah it is. But everybody's focusing on uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbund there. Yeah. Um. But nobody's talking about who Peter Weller is. Peter Weller's in this movie. Do you know that Peter Weller is RoboCop? Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's in this Star Trek movie. I did not notice. Right. He's not in the trailers. He's not in the ads. He's not in the print campaign. He is nowhere to be found. Abrams is super secretive about shit. He's throwing Cumberbatch at everybody, and everybody's trying to figure out who the fuck he is. It's Peter Weller, I think, that we need to figure out who yeah. he is. And uh, speaking of speaking of being secretive and making movies and shit, they're saying that um, Disney isn't going to allow him to be secretive about Star Wars. Okay. Because... If they film outside, I mean, they do they do web stuff. They yeah. they talk about the characters. They do all kinds of stuff, and that was set up from, you know, the 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 prequels. Yeah, he's gonna. I think he's gonna have to play that game, but that's okay because it's not his movie. Yeah. It is his movie, but it's not his right. world. So right. he has to play by those. Like it has to it has to look. Like right. if he's got rules to follow. Yeah. He he knows what he's doing. He's right. making like when he made uh Super Eight, he was making a Spielberg looking movie. Yeah. And he did, so yeah. he can follow directions. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not worried about hey, that. Guess who I um I met the other day? I have no idea. David Wallace. Who's that? The dude on the office. Oh. The, the guy who plays David Wallace. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, okay. I'm like, I don't know a real person named yeah. David Wallace. How'd right. you meet him? He came into Starbucks. He lives around here? He has family in Marblehead, yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, I know I, I know his uncle. Nice. So, I was just like, and it was just a little, hey, nice work. Yeah, yeah. I, I like your work. And yeah. just like, nice. Hey, you, you played a really shitty district manager really well. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's one of the owners of the company, so. Of what company? Watch the fucking office. Will I you? don't care anymore. I'm telling you, it's. I'm so kind of funny. falling out of everything that I've that I've been watching. I just. Uh... So what else do we have trailers for? Thor. Everybody's seen the Thor, Thor trailer. Yeah, we've Looks seen the good. Thor trailer. Doesn't show um, much of anything. We saw. It does, but so, it doesn't. Wait, so we saw. Um, we saw Thor. Yep. What was the other Marvel one that we saw? There was another Marvel one. Was there? Yeah. Because we saw a second Marvel one, 
And it made me think, they're not going to show a Superman. That's that's a competing superhero. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I didn't think there was a second Marvel one. I think Holy there was. Shit. What is it? What else is coming out? It wasn't Captain America. No. It wasn't Avengers. It's not no, Thor. No. There was a second. There's not there's not enough footage for Spider Man. They haven't started filming the X Men one. What did we see? <laughs> so we saw There was one that that felt like it didn't fit with the rest of them. It's <laughs> I can't believe we can't remember this shit. Yeah. Uh, so it was. It didn't matter. Yeah. No. Nope, <laughs> exactly. If you can't remember it, it's not that good. Fortunately, there were no stupid, scary movie comedy things on there, so that was good. Oh, there was the 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 uh, Wong Kar Wai uh, oh, yeah, martial arts fucking... one, which I'll watch. That. I, I like, oh yeah, I like there was stuff. that, and then there was uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fine. They're making them. Somebody has to. They're making them for specific people, so yeah. No, all right. You know, That's if it's good. helping the American car, you know, industry, rock on. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's keeping Vin Diesel out of trouble. Yeah, I didn't think there was a second Marvel one. Oh, Wolverine. There it is. That's what it is. Sorry, the Wolverine. Yeah, it looks pretty good. It does. The second trailer that they just released the other day looks better. Yeah, it makes the makes the movie look a lot better because they show the actual bad guy in a in a scene. So. That's so, okay. Yeah, that looks good. I'm so, looking yeah. forward to that. So I would I would probably give this Iron Man a B. I enjoyed it. Probably give part two a B minus. The first one would be a B plus. I don't know. I would I would see I like him better than that. For a third in a series, this is better than it has any right to be. Yeah. Well yeah. Technically fourth if you count the Avengers as Part yeah, two but I four. don't. But you could actually right. almost take these. Uh, fuck, I can't. That's no. Let's well, this is this talking. is how this, this is how the comic books do it. You have this story over here, and you have this story over here, and you have this story yeah. over here, and then you get the one shot with Black Widow and the one shot no, with I was Hawkeye. Gonna, I was gonna, and then you you do your annual. I was gonna say something about about the the movie. Okay, I just, I just can't say it. Yeah. Um. So, because really, it I, literally I, is too soon. Really, to, it, to it, spoil. it is. It's it's technically just out. We're gonna put this out before people will even be in line for it. Right. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was nice. There were only a couple of uh, glaringly obvious CG scenes that I saw, but the rest of it looks pretty damn good. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I was in. It I mean, the there's stuff. Time. There's stuff that is quite obviously cg suits you know but there's one scene where it's like oh it could have been a guy in a suit or it could have been i say we just leave it alone so no it's great it holds up yeah definitely it holds up with the other two definitely oh yeah and i think and the progression of bad guys through the movies i think works really well because he's fighting a suit in a suit and then he's fighting a guy that steals the tech, and then we have this. Yeah. Which I didn't know if they were going to be able to create a credible threat for the for for anybody in this one. They did. I yeah. Did. And it. What's nice is that the the scope of the characters in this are contained enough that like when Thanos shows up and he's like pulling the strings in Avengers two. Like the people in this one are like, 
petty annoyances yeah. to to somebody coming from across the galaxy. Right. So that was that's nice. They're they're really playing this smart, and it's not easy to do. No, I, no, I definitely not. Because you have to make an individual film be able to stand on its own, and See, then still have it sort of yeah threaded into the other, the it, other it's stuff. it's almost like they're they 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 have an outline and this is yeah. what we have to do and and, you, you, and and if disney wants to put out a star wars something yeah. every year starting in 2015 they're going to have to do the same thing if they do it this and, way it would they, be all right yeah and they, they can because they thinking could about still it. do they could still do tv and movies yeah. and you know because yeah, we're gonna have that shield show yeah yeah, and uh, it's all just going to sort of, you know, dovetail into each other. Yeah. What's that called? Merlin, Merlin's master says that he saw Fast Five and it wasn't bad. Yes, that's the was. one that was in Hollywood hits, and actually there were some really good action scenes in that one. Yeah, it's just not. I, I'm not a driving kind of guy. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I drive, but yeah, I'm, I you just, know, my brother really he's into cars and and he's done races and stuff like that, and he's way into it more than me. So he's probably the one to talk to about why this franchise is still viable but people still love their cars the paul walker vin diesel thing just mesmerizes because me. you don't what it tries to do is recreate and they're going to try it a sixth time what <laughs> what existed in point break <laughs> and you can't you can't point you can't break. manufacture that uh, you know swayze reeves <laughs> kind of chemistry or that's true that's whatever true. it is because god knows there were chemicals involved <laughs> yeah probably supplied by the chili peppers so that's sad that i know they were in that right all right well that's it for that yeah let's uh let's let's get to some stuff here yeah, yeah we got a couple things couple that... stories we have a lot of feedback this week too as well yeah right? we do like a lot yeah not from a lot of people just a lot uh let's see let me go down here uh netflix will lose 2000 movies tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not getting in the middle of that mess because I'll be honest, as long as the shit that my girls watch stays on there and Arrested Development and House of Cards, like the stuff that I'm watching. Right. I've been watching a lot of Archer. I know. <laughs> I'm getting to it. <laughs> I'm getting to it. Uh, let's start with this one from Roxbury. Principal fires security guards to hire art teachers and transforms an elementary school. Fantastic headline. Very glad to see that. Uh, the community of Roxbury. By the way, Roxbury... Not a really nice place. Yeah, it's not great. No. Uh, The community of Roxbury had high hopes for its newest public school back in 2003. There were art studios, a dance room, and even a theater equipped with cushy seating. A pilot school for grades K through 8, Orchard Gardens, (laughs) Sudden Valley, was built on grand expectations. But the dream of a school founded in the arts, a school that would give back to the community as it bettered its children, never materialized. Instead, the dance studio was used for storage and the orchestra's instruments were locked up and barely touched. The school was plagued by violence and disorder from the start, Roxbury. And by 2010, it was ranked in the bottom five of all public schools in the state of Massachusetts. We have 351 towns and cities in, in Massachusetts yeah. with anywhere between what? Two and ten yeah. in 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 each in each city, yeah. depending on size. 
That's a lot. Yeah, that's, you that's really got to be, fuck up to be that low. That's yeah, that's a lot to be crappier than. <laughs> yeah, that was when Andrew Bott, the sixth principal in seven years, wow. showed up with a baseball bat. No, no, <laughs> and everything. And Morgan Freeman said, "You can call me Batman." And everything well, wasn't Morgan isn't Freeman, that, was it? In Stand by Me, no, Lean on Me. In Lean on Me, it was Morgan Freeman who who said they used to call me crazy joe but now they can call me batman morgan freeman yep are you sure yeah i saw the movie like a hundred times in the theater because i worked there i don't remember that being him all right well in the middle of the article i will look it up (laughs) no 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 go ahead no 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 (laughs) i'm sure you're right you're probably right keep reading i want to show you no i'm sure you're right lean on me 1989 you can tell it's him in the silhouette you sure it's not Lou Gossett Jr.? No. Lou Gossett Jr. was in a different movie. Let me see the cast. Morgan Freeman, All Beverly right. Todd, Robert Guillaume, Alan North, and a bunch of other people. Um, who are you thinking of? What was it? What was the name again? Lou Gossett Jr.? He was in another teacher thing. He was also in, in Iron Eagle. You're thinking of the principal with Jim Belushi, I think. I don't know what I'm thinking of. <laughs> that would be in the you know 80s. You know was a great still, movie right? in the 80s about high school? No. Teachers with Nick Nolte. I never saw that That one. was I saw that movie a bunch yeah, of times. The Principal, 1987. Did you ever see 1984? <laughs> really? The cla- no, The Class of 1984. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was so fucking... And I saw it in like... 19- we reviewed that on Outside the Cinema. Oh, it's such a shitty movie. It is, but it's kind of good the way in, the, in its shittiness. It's like that fucking guy from riptide <laughs> stabs the mean kid from cobra kai <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> or we could say that he was the son from um what the fuck was that show there was a tv show okay. i had coffee there was a tv show oh what the fuck was the name of that t show i need a little more there was a tv show with... on yeah. cbs in the late uh-huh. 80s early 90s oh it was this guy <laughs> who Fucking helped people. He was an old like English gentleman. The equalizer. Yes. Yeah. It was his name was Edward Woodward. <laughs> Are you sure? And he was this all older, you've been doing is drinking coffee. He was this older Michael Caine looking motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. He had the biggest. <laughs> Have gun. you ever seen that thing on Facebook that says if you yes. if you see if you say Michael Caine, it's kind of like saying my cocaine the way Michael Caine would say my cocaine. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh no! You have to say my cocaine is the way that Michael Caine would say his name. <laughs> oh my God. I did that totally. Backwards. Are you drunk? I don't know what the fuck happened. Wait, did you drink in the car on the I way over? Have. All right, let me get back to this. <sighs> so Crazy Joe Clark uh, showed up, and everything started to change. We got rid of the security guards. Hey, that's like guards. in that movie with uh, Morgan Freeman. Bad. <laughs> We got rid of the security guards. Batman <laughs> said, "Bot." <laughs> that's crazy because he was in Batman. Yeah. Who reinvested all the money used for security infrastructure into the arts. In a school notorious for its lack of discipline, where backpacks were prohibited for fear of students would use them to carry weapons, Bot's bold decision to replace the security guards with art teachers was met with skepticism, and probably a lot of cursing, by those who also questioned why he would choose to lead the troubled school. 
A lot of my colleagues really questioned the decision, he said. A lot of people actually would say to me, you realize that Orchard Orchard Gardens is a career killer. You know it's a shithole, right? You know, you don't want to go to Orchard Gardens. I do not want to go to there. But now, three years later, the school is almost unrecognizable. Brightly colored paintings, essays of achievements, and motivational posters line the halls. The dance studio has been resurrected along with the band room and an artist's studio. The end result, Orchard Gardens has one of the fastest student improvement rates statewide. And the students, once described as loud and unruly, have found their focus. We have our occasional, typical adolescent problems, Bot said, but nothing that is out of the, out of the normal for any school. The school is far from perfect. Test scores are better, but still below average in many areas. Bot says they're far from done, but definitely on the right path. The students, he says, are evidence uh, of that. Eighth grader K-E-Y-V-A-U-G-H-N. Who is carrying a flute in one hand and a knife in the other. It's Kevin, spelled K-E-Y-V-A-U-G-N. It's Kevon. It's Kevin. They just They just... Threw in some it's, extra letters. It's Vivon's lesser known. Kevin Little. Hidden brother. Said he's come out of his shell since school's turnaround. Wow. I've been a turtle for nine <laughs> years. I've been more open and I've expressed myself more than I would have How fucked up is that, right? I'm a turtle. The arts have came. Yeah. I don't have thumbs, but I can paint, bitch. <laughs> his grades have improved, too. Kevon says it's because of the teacher's. And new confidence stemming from art class. Unfortunately, with a name like Kayvon, he is going to be a male prostitute. <laughs> I was going to say stripper. All right. Well, you know, it's that's a gateway mm, job. Maybe. I don't know. Is no, it? Trust me. There's two things are totally different. The mid-90s were weird for me. There's no one particular way of doing something, he said, and art helps you see that. So if you take that with you and bring it on, it will actually help you see that in economics or anything else, there's not one specific way you have to do something unless you're in chemistry class. Yeah, or doing math. Or math. There's only one way to do that shit, right? Yeah, math class. Kayvon has now been accepted to the competitive Boston Arts Academy. Hey, good for him. The city's only public high school specializing in visual and performing arts. All of the extra classes... And the extra focus on it and the extra attention make you think that, hey, oh my gosh, I wonder if he really said, oh my gosh, I can really have a future in this. I don't have to go to regular high school. I can go to art school, he said, and never have a job a great in the arts. Oh, no, but I think that that's fantastic. Oh, absolutely. I think that, you know, it, it sends a great message and I shouldn't have been giving it shit earlier. No, but, but um, it's good natured shit. No, most definitely. And, there's, a, um, there's a little bit more here. Oh, uh, Chris Plugger, who has taught visual arts at Orchard Gardens for the past three years, said the classes helped develop trust between the faculty and students. During one particularly memorable project, he asked his eighth graders to write a memoir about a life experience and what they learned from it and create a self-portrait. I couldn't believe how honest and candid they were and how much I learned about them, Plunkett said. I mean, it was really, it was one of the most incredible things I've seen in eighth graders. Because, you know, eighth grade is right. generally just mouthy pieces of shit. I was. Oh, yeah. So I'm just ba- basing it off of the people I knew. <laughs> Noting that key- kids need more than test prep, he added. 
It may have seemed, quote, a little crazy to get rid of the security guards to hire our teachers, but I definitely feel it was the right move in the end. That, good. that is a good story that we cover on the show. <laughs> For once. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. So let me tell you a story about geometry okay. and spatial reasoning. Did you bang your head again? No. So... I've been saying that we we got the girls' mattresses coming and stuff, and we got their big girl beds and everything. Oh, did right? they get here yet? Yes, yes. Cool. And you notice they're not on the porch, so they're somewhere. Nice. So we have the. You go through this door. You go through that door. There's a door right there. Mm-hmm. Through that door, directly to your right, is it's a staircase that goes up, and it and it and it curves mm-hmm. around. So like you do a one eighty going up, turn around at the top of the stairs. Now the wall where the coffee machine and the cereal is. Um, that you've seen used to be a doorway because it used to be a one-family house, and that used to be a staircase straight up, and then you turn around and you're facing the rest of the house. But because it was turned into a two-family house like 50 years ago, we have that staircase that takes a 90-degree angle and then 180 up at the top. Which means (laughs) it's fucking impossible to get anything up those stairs. Yeah. I could squeeze the queen size mattress because that bends and that's fine. I could squeeze that through the opening by taking the door off the hinges, right? I could take up the two, uh, it has two uh, twin box springs underneath, which is great because otherwise it never, we we would have to take a window out to fit the queen size box spring up there. Excuse me. Um, If they even make those anymore. so that was no problem getting our stuff up there, but um, a full is just like two inches too high and just like four inches too long to fit through the door. I often have that size problem. Yeah. So. It's more of a girth thing. Here's the thing. You can shove things through That's openings. She said. Just, Scott, pay attention. We're at 2732. Yes. You can Not sh- counting the beginning of it. You but, can shove things in. You can just push things through. Just push it. Might hard. crack a little bit. You might crack. You might scrape off some, you know, paint. Now here's here's, here's uh, my. But then here's you have to reasoning. wonder why was there paint in her hooch? Yeah. Who well, because you put it there. You do. Yeah. When you're all hooched up. So. <laughs> so between Ellen and I, we um forced it up the stairs. Once it got through the one doorway. It was fine because it, it fit up, and then like the 180 turnaround at the top of the stairs, totally no problem, right? But it's getting it through that doorway with the weird angle, so you crack it a little bit, just a little bit, yeah. You know, you push it. My, I'm figuring uh, Nova weighs like 40 pounds, okay? Ripley's maybe I don't know 50. They're between 40 and 50 right. pounds. A tiny crack. Nah, it won't be. It's not gonna. It's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter at all. So now, did the delivery guys put it up there? Oh no, no, no. I I don't want them going cats and dogs and all that stuff. So Ellen and I did it ourselves, and I still hurt from trying to force this thing up the stairs. Two of them, two of them, because there's two kids. By the way. Nova sleeping because the the bed com- only converted to one size. It only converted to a full. Okay. Not a twin. 
which would have been no problem. I could have taken the stuff up right. myself, right? So Nova sleeping curled up into a little ball in the middle of a full-size mattress is the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen. She looks like a bean, yeah. like a little like a little kidney bean wrapped in a blanket laid on a table. Like she's tiny. So I've been in pain <laughs> for a little while because yeah. of that. Because, you know, you have to push one side and shove from the bottom, and then you have to angle it down a little bit more and push and angle it down and push, and then it pops through, and you hope you don't squish your wife because she's trapped in the corner of the staircase. Hey, <sighs> your mom gave your life so that you could have the bad. I said halfway through this, I understand now why my parents yelled at me when I used to break shit because it's... It's, it's a pain it's, in the ass. It's shit like this that I didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can imagine it must be easy to take stuff up your stairs because, like... It's just a It's right there. Shot. Yeah. Yeah, it is actually not too bad yeah. getting up into there. Um, I want to punch through that wall because then our heat loss in the winter will yeah. be... Uh, it'll be greatly reduced. What if we had... We have, um, we have a couch... We actually have two couches on the second floor. There's one on the landing and one on our bedroom. Mm. And I remember those being a little bit challenging, but they're yeah. just mostly because they're just big and bulky. Because of the weight, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, our stairs are pretty, it's just straight, you know, right mm. in from the front door. It's not yeah. too bad to bring stuff in. So, um, <sighs> what else is going on? I don't not know. Too much here. My hey. girls remain undefeated in lacrosse. Oh, that's good. Lily's team tied. Um, and Olivia's team is undefeated. Nice. And, um, what else? Olivia has scored every week. Good. Good. So that's good. Get this shit together. Yeah. Get a scholarship. Get out of my house. <laughs> Sorry. That speech is way too early. Uh, well, we're at a half hour, so why don't you, uh, why don't you help me pick a song here? All right. Can you do We Go Together from Greece? I don't probably don't have that. Why don't you have a Greece soundtrack? It's so it's the fun. Grease soundtrack. Because it's fun. Your kids would love it. No, they wouldn't. They have more self-respect than that. <laughs> it's Greece. It's an American treasure. Did you find it? Holy shit, I do have it. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> oh, it's by the Groovy Ghoulies. You want that version? I guess so. I don't know if it's um the same song. Yeah, but let well, me let's see. let me check this Does it one. Say from Greece. Let's see what this one says. That's less than that's, Jake. Well, that's the song. It's just speed sped up. Well, I like this other version. Yeah. Yeah. Look who you're talking to. I mean, we're lucky. Like you've named all this other stuff, and I've had it. Yeah. But I'm not a big fan of Greece. But we'll do this one.
right, so that's over. Let me yeah. put my headphones back on there. All right. Uh, hey, you talk to your family all the time and everything, right? Are you are, like do you have my a, kids, and my wife? No, no, or? like like extended family. Like you see, you have sisters and cousins oh, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you you generally. I chat with my sisters once or twice. My older sister more often because she's, you know, here. Right. My little right. sister's in Virginia. But, um, yeah, and I, you know, see my dad, you know, a few times a month. Yeah. Um, we talk, you know, at least once a week, you know, check in. So, yeah, why? Uh, I, sometimes I, I, I get a little, like, I don't know, not depressed, but, like, like – when I was younger, I remember us uh, as a whole, like as a family, being a lot closer. And then, like as everybody grows up, people move, people don't stay in touch. Um, we're just we're we're more separate, like entities that know yeah. each other. And I don't I don't like that. Um, I think it's it's t- like I remember when I was a kid. Um, Sundays were one; nothing was open. Two yeah. Sundays were uh, we went to my grandparents, either yeah. one of them, um, or they came over. But it was always like a family day, mm. and um, you sat around, and that was your day. You right, Ellen, Ellen then, would do that too. But um, and it was great; it was absolutely awesome. And that's, I I swear to God, that is one of the places where um that that I think sort of burned into me the whole quick wit thing. You know, my like quick little sarcastic little comments because if you could sit around the grown ups table and, you know, contribute, you know, quick little zingers here and there, then yeah. you got to laugh and then, you know, you could stay. Right. So, right. um, and that's what I mean. And that's how my dad, my uncles, you know, um, it was fun. Bunch of my aunts and it was just a really good time. So, you know, you get in there and you try to hold your own. Mm. And that that was fantastic. It's it's one of the things I miss so much. Yeah. Um, from when I was younger, because that would be, you know, when when Julie and I bought our house and we, you know, started, you know, having kids and stuff. I used to think, oh, it'd be great, you know, since my grandmother was gone, um, it would have been great for like my house to have been like that place where yeah. Sunday you just know, like my grandmother's house. It was Sunday right. dinner. You always knew when I got to be older. And uh, you know, you have a job as a teenager and stuff, you mm. you always knew that oh I can I can, you know, you know, either before or after I can, you know, kind of cruise by Nan's house mm. and um, you know, grab something to eat, say hi to, you know, some of the folks. Right. Uh that kind of thing. And it was it was nice. But I think that as people, you know, your lives become busy and you know, it just it's just it's just what ends up happening, I'm afraid. And I mean, I think that life in general, I think our society um, is just is just busier and faster. There's this really weird, and I know that it, in a way, it kind of goes back to just the way the culture in this country is. There's something in this country about, I mean, it's the whole sort of, you know, Protestant work, work ethic, blah, blah, blah. But there's this odd sort of... Um, there's an odd sort of badge of honor if you're 
going like all the time. You're super busy because that's all yeah, you hear from fuck people. That I mean that that's that that's all that that's all you hear. Yeah. It's just like how busy you're. And, and I hear it in in all my different you know jobs and people I interact with, and and I'm in a lot of different settings. Yeah. You hear. I mean, it comes off as going, oh, just so busy, just so busy, so busy. Well, and whose fault but it's is this, that? Well, that's the thing, and and it's it's this odd kind of. I'm going to use the word word competition because yeah. because there there's this weird kind of like I said there's this weird sort of badge of honor with you know how busy you are how much you're doing what else mm. you know you you're doing and I I'll, I'll admit I'm I'm you know I'm a busy person and I'm tired often and mm. I'll take a nap and stuff like that um but often it 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 occurs to me that you know what um I I would love to just you know let's you know let's be leisurely let let's enjoy nobody knows how to do nobody know and and when, when there's a stigma attached to it yeah like stigma, you're like, lazy or something exactly exactly you know, so you know, I, I and that's I, just how our country is I I go to work right I do my 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 full time job I do this show I do the one with Bill. So that's, you know, a little bit of editing for this one. Not yeah. really much. Maybe an hour right. total to get everything ready to go. Because I'll, like, I'll like set this thing up to level, and then I'll, like, go do something else. Um, you know, it's keep the house clean, that kind right. of crap. The girls go to school. They come home. And, like, there's some days where I'm home with them. Like, I think I'm home with them. Well, next Tuesday we got to go do something. But if if we were just home, it would be like, oh, you just want to wear your underwear all day? As long as it's warm enough, yeah. fine. We'll just watch TV. And it's great that the girls give you that freedom. Yeah, well, they don't have much of a choice. They're like, but they like put something on at least. Well, but in like, but I don't, I don't, I see enough people, and I'm not going to say where I see these people that volunteer to do stuff with group, large groups of children, and a lot of them seem to get dressed up really nice, look really good. And they don't give a flying fuck about the kids <laughs> because they're there to show how good a parent they are, how much they care about the class. Meanwhile, they're not giving a shit about the no. class. It's like, you know what? If you gave a shit of, uh, about what's going on, get them to shut up. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just saying right. I was told this by other people. And it has <laughs> nothing to do with anything that I personally have experienced. But if you keep a keen eye on groups of children and chaperones, oh yeah, chaperones are there to look good and talk to other parents. I'm sorry, when you're a chaperone, you're there to do a fucking job, yeah, and it's to make sure your children aren't monsters, yeah. But back to my original point, I'll get a little personal here, um, and the person I'm going to talk about will be listening, I think. Um, but my brother and I, we're eight years apart. Mm -hmm. And so that means when when I was, you know, graduating, he was like, you know, 10. Yeah. Huge gulf between between the two of us. There was a little overlap with cartoons yeah. and comic books and stuff. And as we got older, it was more clothing and bands and stuff like that. But I... I it's difficult to to say that I missed something that was never there. When he was when he was little, it was different because like he was like two mm -hmm. and I was ten, so it seemed closer than ten and eighteen. Yeah. You know, but it's like it's like I'm missing something that I never had. 
but that I see that other people have. Right. And I'm like, oh, why can't that happen? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, it's a strange, I mean, it's a strange thing because, you know, and everybody's it's, it's busy. About, I understand yeah. that, but I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to take time to talk to one of my cousins and like keep an open, right. open dialogue there. And I haven't written back there in like three weeks. I'm so it's like, yeah, I got a cousin of mine. He li- he lives out in Arizona, but it's and, not that like I don't see her updates or, yeah. or like chime in every now and then or whatever. But sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. And we, you know, just like the other day, it was just kind of I mean, like yeah, Facebook, whatever. Mm. Um, he's just like, hey, what's going on? How's the fam? Good. How you right. doing? Blah right. blah blah. And I uh, just like, oh, I'm gonna be you know back east in a couple months. I'm mm. like, great, let's grab a beer, let's hang out. Yeah. You know, because we hung out a lot when we were younger and yeah. kids and stuff. But yeah, it's just. You know, life gets light, light, life gets complicated. And yeah. I think that, but um, it, it, I think it, it that, gets as complicated as you allow it to. True, know? but you also can't control how complicated other people's lives are. True, but you don't have to associate you know, with those people. Then, do right? You? No, no, no. I'm talking about your family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like I said, I mean, my my Sundays were at my grandmother's, and like oh, yeah. my cousins were there and stuff like that. So then it's like, okay, I can make myself available for those Sundays and whatnot. But right. um, is my cousin Eddie who you know finds a job and he's got to work on the Sunday or right. you, you know? And then well, that's just, the thing. You do what you can, and if people can, be right? There, exactly. Right? And, and then it just sort of you know, sort of, you know, falls away. I think, and like I said, my grandmother was, was a really big part of the glue that, yeah. that sort of, she was like that focal point. Yeah. And there was no other real, like anybody else sort of to, there was no one else really to sort of fill that role because anybody mm-hmm. who would have is, 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 is really busy. I mean, I look at yeah. where my life went, you know, two years into, you know, you know, getting married, Julie and I, you know, we, we had a baby and, you know, and then, okay, great. And then we had another one on the way and Mm. then it's, you know, Hey, you know what? I'm going to pick up a couple of, a couple of shifts at a movie theater. Right. And, you know, for that. And then it's just like, okay, then you've got your full-time job Monday to Friday and then you do that. So that peels you away from, you know, even just doing stuff with, with your family. So, but I found in the last, um, just w- w- with everything, with family, with, with with friends, with work, with the kids and stuff, um, I find that like shifting gears gets gets tougher and tougher. And I do a lot of different things, and it yeah. it's um, you see me, I'm half asleep half the time, you know. But <laughs> sometimes you're fully asleep. <laughs> I know, and um, that's once every hundred shows, right? So, but it's that if that it's that shifting gears that that gets frustrating to to have to do, and I have yeah. to constantly remind myself. Because, because, like, I'll be doing one thing. I'll, I'll, I'll be at a job, but I'll be thinking about like, right. like Teddy's really, really late show oh, yeah. or something you, like you that. You definitely have it a little you more know, difficult than I do because you have to coordinate different schedules. Like, I go to work, and then Ellen figures out, okay, if he's not home this Wednesday, because the girls right now they're doing preschool Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, if he's not home, if he if he has to work Wednesday, that means I have to take them to school. That's right. like the big, yeah, you know, mix up there. Or if there's a doctor's appointment or something right. like that. But we made a, a decision early on that that we're not going to schedule play dates. I don't like. I never ever like yeah. that. If they want to play soccer, if they want to learn an instrument, if they want to do something, 
we will do our best to accommodate them. But, you know, if if they go outside and they're riding on their bike, Nova was terrified of her bike because it tipped over once. Yeah. So we're not going to force it on her. If they don't want to play soccer, I don't want to sign them up. Oh, hell yeah. And then there's an obligation. And then you got to force a kid to do something they don't want to do. We've all had enough of that in our right. lives. We all go to work. <laughs> we all do things we don't want to yeah. do. Like that prostitution thing you were talking about earlier. Oh, sorry, stripper. Right. I mean, <laughs> um, that was high end. But but yeah, that's the with the grandmother thing. Like uh, Ellen's Ellen's grandparents, they're they're gone. Yeah. Uh, my grandparents, I never knew my grandfather's, and both of my grandmothers, they're gone. One of them since like 1986. Not like it was 1986. <laughs> um. So she died at an 80s party. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> 2007. Because um, she was in her 80s. Yeah. Um. But like my parents aren't. They are and aren't taking that role on. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. I don't want to like badmouth my parents, but I'm I'm probably gonna end up doing that a tiny little bit. Um, they're not as outgoing as they think they need to be right. or think they are. Yeah, is that yeah. I see it too. It's- I've gotten a lot of my judgmental tendencies from my parents. Mm-hmm. I've realized, um, like, I don't even know past my grandmother and grandfather anyone on my mother's side of the family. No, oh, really, that's fucked up, isn't it? Like, I don't know who I'm related to. <laughs> I have somebody friend me on Facebook with my last name. I do not have. That's a pretty a common last name. That's about to say it's pretty common. It's it, my last name. It, it would be like if 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 my last name was uh, Moonface. You know, it's that uncommon. Yeah, there's probably like 15 people with my last name in in the country. <laughs> I and and once once the girls get married, it'll be two less. Yeah, you know, but. Unless they get to be all modern about it, I hope so because somebody's got to keep that name going. Yeah, um, that's that's honestly it's already that is, on a decline. Siri calls you, Siri calls you Brick Lemire. Yeah, so oh yeah, so does every other fucking yeah collection agency um, <laughs> or computer, I should say. Nobody buy nobody here by that name. <laughs> exactly. If you can't pronounce it right, fuck you. I don't know you. Yeah, no Mr. Um, Boys are here. <laughs> But there's, I don't know, like, like uh, I hang out with you, like we do a couple things every now and then. I do a couple things with Bill mm. every now and then. Um, I don't. But seriously, I mean, I don't, our lives don't are. do anything. Our lives are both really, really busy. And I mean, how long did it take us to coordinate, like getting together to go for Chinese last week? It, like, I, a couple I, months. The weird thing was before I got the text, I had, I had said to Ellen a couple days before, and I'm like, it's been like six or eight yeah, months it's been a long since time. we've done that. And we didn't even manage to get like everybody. Yeah, it was a bummer. But I mean, it was a, yeah. it was a good time. But, um, but like that's the thing. Like I'm trying not to. Ellen will do this thing, or she used to at least, because uh, we've been talking a lot about how to like c- come down from this anxiety level yeah. that we're that we're all at. Um, like she'll race around the house doing stuff on a Saturday, and I'll be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right? She's like, "I have to get the kitchen clean." I'm like, "Why? Who's coming over? No one. Sit down and have some coffee." Yeah. You and and she if she listens to this because she has the app on her phone, so she might. Um, honey, <laughs> you look pretty today. I say to you, I say to her all the time that you are setting 
arbitrary like deadlines that mean right. nothing. So if you get it done, you get it done. If you don't work on it later. Yeah. If it's something like, oh, I'm going to clean the porch. Like like the guys are going to deliver stuff. Like I, there were yeah. bikes, there were tools. You saw the, yeah. the shit on the porch. Because it, it ends up being, oh, everybody comes in. We're just going to drop this right here. Because. Yeah. But I'm trying to train myself. Like I'll like undo the tinfoil instead of leaving it on the 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 thing that goes in the oven. What's that thing called? The tray? The yeah, metal? The rack? The, the baking pan? Right? Instead of leaving it there and going to eat take care of it throw it out like being a grown Little up things, yeah. you know but it, like like i opened something and i left the wrapper sitting next to the sink and i walked past the trash can i'm like what the fuck is wrong yeah. with me it's the little stuff like that that leads to not having that giant clusterfuck on our kitchen table right yeah. now that's out there and and you know i know you've said and bill said in the past it's like oh you have kids. The house is a mess. It's like, well, it doesn't have to be as bad as ours yeah, is. But you know what it is? It's, 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 I don't know. I, I sometimes go on little rants about my house and then I remind myself, you know what? It's clutter. It's busy. Like I said, yeah. it's, it's busy. You know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, you saw the living room today. It's clean yeah. because there's something that, that I, I was always told, clean your room, clean your room. You got to clean your room like, or what? I know where all my shit is. I put it over there. It's in a pile. I got clothes. Over there, I know what's dirty. I know what's clean. Fuck that. Yeah. Because I it, I was never shown this is why you need to do it. Yeah. Well, it was I, just do it. I I have stopped um, getting on coal about all the Legos all around his floor hmm. because every at, at at least once a week. Yeah. Sometimes more. Hmm. I'll hear him up in his room, <laughs> and I'll hear him go. Ugh, ugh. Yeah. And and you know what? I'm like, you know what, dude? You're almost 11 years old. Pick up the fucking Legos. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you're going to keep stepping on them. Right. And he catches them. And, and it's it's really kind of funny because he could solve that problem so easily by oh, spending could. five minutes yeah. and putting them in the bins. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it totally cracks me up. I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Right. You know, my big rule is no food above the, you know, no, no food. On the second and third floor. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't take you know. They so, can have a cup of water sometimes. Yeah, by their exactly. Bed. That's it. Um, I, I'll tell them when I when I when I when I vacuum, which I do every like three days. Um, cobwebs no, and dog hair and job. stuff. No. I, I'll say you got to pick all the all your junk up off the floor. It's not junk. Well, it's junk if it's on the floor. Yeah, if I mean, you pick it up, it's your stuff. The bin doesn't get stuffed into the right? into sucked into the vacuum cleaner i'll tell them i'll start i'll start in one room and i'll say i'm gonna come in there and vacuum and if and i just start naming off accessories to monster high dolls and i say if that stuff's on the floor you break my vacuum cleaner (laughs) it's gonna be gone i am not going through this once it's once it's vacuumed up that's also a reason why i don't have ellen vacuum in here because you never know what's gonna fall on the floor i like (laughs) to i like to double check just before because i (laughs) I was laying in bed last night and I heard this noise. It sounded like somebody came through the front door. Really? And I'm like, oh shit. And I had this problem a, a, a while ago when I um when I broke my leg. That was I broke when I when I fractured my knee. I remember. Um, that was 2000. That's a th- that's that was when four? you did it on purpose so you could stay home with your big new huge television. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because oh, jumping out of a tree is a we had a brilliant fucking, fucking field idea. day with that one. I know, huh? Jesus, it was so fucking painful. 
I had to switch. I I would go to sleep at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So the sun would come up right when we when we were doing the regular low shifts. But when I was going to bed at ten, eleven, twelve o'clock, yeah, and it's pitch black and totally silent, and a cat decides to move or scratch <laughs> its head, and it and it's and it's it's it taps the floor or whatever, it's like paranoia. Like, what's the dogs aren't barking? Did they kill the dogs? What the Have fuck is you, going? Is it the purge? There's a comedian <laughs> who talks about moving from like the city. He bought a farm, oh. and he's and he's out there, and he goes, and I'm like out there, like. No one will deliver pizza to me. I have to drive ten miles to the parking lot of like the the serving the gas mm. and fuck whatever. You know, you get the money. Yeah, it's like a really weird drug deal. But he talks about. It, he says, "And did you know? Like, sound is so weird out there. Did you know that a possum sounds like three guys with machetes <laughs> coming through the field? The sounds are really fucked up at night. Last night, I swear to God, I thought a shelf fell off." in here somewhere oh every now and again i'll get the i'll get the um the cats and the monitor mm-hmm. that we have um it's like a like sound activated so that you're not getting that constant look just like oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah. There. but when like kiki will get up and she'll like shake herself and everything like in frankie's room yeah great thanks you yeah. just scare the fuck out of me yep yep but we used to go to a, a cabin up in maine like like Stephen King territory. Yeah. I mean, like, like on the other side is where the research right. lab from the mist is, and it was it was awesome at night because there was it was just pitch black, like totally pitch black, and there were some scary fucking sounds in the woods. Yeah, no like doubt. I'm talking Evil Dead woods. Yeah. Like, like you're on a narrow road and it's not even a road because it's just two dirt strips where your tires <laughs> go tires. you get your water from a spring that you have to walk a half a mile to like there's a yeah. snapping turtle that swims around and I, he's the size of that. a garbage can lid yeah yeah the water is so clear you can like see through like 30 feet of it down to the bottom seriously there's like fucking serial killer clowns from yeah, outer space awesome. running around those woods Tin roof though, when it rained. Oh yeah. Oh, it was like it was like it's like sitting inside a kettle making popcorn. <laughs> but yeah, you had to you had to wear yourself out during the day because it once you shut all the lights off and it's quiet, yeah. you're gonna die. Of course, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Freddy's gonna get shit something so, well. Let's do some feedback. Are we doing that already? Yeah, let's do some feedback. All right. See what we got here. It's like we can't talk uh, about the movie. I know, huh? <sighs> Fucking people haven't seen it yet. Because <laughs> it's only showed like six times. <laughs> All right. So this one is from Ian. It's called Muslims and Denouncing Terrorism. Howdy, guys. You've probably guessed by the fact that I'm writing, I've taken issue with something from last week's show. Frank went on kind of a long rant about Islam, public perception of Muslims being terrorists, and primarily focusing on the idea that Islamic condemnations of terrorism are infrequent and there isn't enough being done in the community to combat terrorism. Sadly, none of that is true. Immediately following September 11th terrorist attacks, there were uh, many, in fact, so many public denunciations of terrorism that I can't really chronicle them. A selection from media reports is in the link that follows. There were a lot. Yeah, okay. 
What Frank was perceived was a lack of media attention on denunciations, which is understandable because Western media seemed uh, to want there to be a lack of condemnation on the part of the Muslim community. The collaboration with law enforcement angle, though, is totally there if you pay attention. There are thousands of mosques around the country where Islam's work with and report suspicious activities to authorities, and occasionally this leads to disrupting a terrorist plot. The reason you don't see too much of specifics about this is that it primarily revolves around community policing, which is primarily a local effort. Mm -hmm. Additionally, these imams don't generally advertise their report to law enforcement because that would sort of defeat the point. Basically, I think Frank was off base, but it's not really his fault. Yeah, true. Well, let's say uh, we, we had talked a little bit about last week's episode. And um, a lot of where we came from, we were very angry. Um, yeah. I think I explained pretty well how freaked out I was, and I don't get freaked yeah. out. So when it happens, it's like, it's off the charts. So I was, uh, I think a lot of stuff we said was coming from a very emotional, uh, uncertain, maybe scared yeah, I don't know. place. I was just annoyed. Yeah. All right, this one is from Chris. I wrote it. Not you. Oh. Also known as Merlin's master. <laughs> he's, in the, um, he's, in, he's, he's in our chat. It's called Feedback. Hey, guys. Just finished listening to last week's show, and I feel I need to respond to some of the things that you said toward the end of the show. Mm. I don't know what Which I is said. probably where we got tired and oh, stupid. Yeah. I might right? asleep. As usual, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say, which will probably sound pretty angry by saying I love the podcast, but this <laughs> is a subject I have strong feelings about. Also, accept this with the caveat that I have never been personally affected by a terrorist attack, as I live in Buffalo. Ground oh, zero. There's oh. ground zero of absolutely nothing ever happening. Wait, before we move on, what do they mean nothing ever happening? You have a nickel named after you. <laughs> there was uh, an alert on my phone that said that the real plot was uh, that they, they they had plans for New York mm -hmm. and Boston at the Fourth of July. That's my birthday. I told, I said, I said to Ellen, I'm like, what is after the marathon in Boston? I said, it's the fucking hatch shell on yeah. the 4th of July. Yeah. There you go. And that's what pops up on the phone. Fucking eerie. Crazy. And it just pisses me off more because now we find out three douchebags tried to help him fucking escape from Kazakhstan. All right. looks like you're in trouble now. That being said, All Chris, right, bring was it, it your turn to be frank this week? Yes. We flipped a coin. First, you say, every, quote, everybody is free to do what they want. No one's actions should dictate another person's actions, end quote. And immediately, immediately go on to say that it should dictate their actions, <laughs> saying, after people that claim to be part of your religion blow shit up, maybe you shouldn't read their texts and carry around backpacks on public transportation. It's exactly shit like that that got Bush elected twice. Okay. Real quick. There's a, a level of sensitivity, I think, that people should have given circumstances. And with what Angie had sent in about bringing a black backpack onto a public transportation while reading the Koran the day after Boston blew up. I don't think it's, it's on. I mean, I there's think a it's a, visceral it's a, it's a response and it's an emotional call. response yeah. to and, something that. And, yeah, and I'm not going to. Um, I, I can't I can't defend myself on that because obviously just, it was it was hypocritical. But I mean, I, 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 I think what I intended to say was that maybe you should think about your decision because I did say that a lot of people were bringing backpacks into work, yeah. and maybe that's not the best thing to do. But people got to carry this shit somehow. People got to read their holy books yeah. if it makes them feel better. I understand it. I I don't I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Go All ahead. Right. 
Go ahead. Uh, those people are just as much American as you or me and know they shouldn't have to, quote, knock it off for a day or two or walk, end quote. No, I, what I understand What if someone told that. you to walk? It's kind of weird that you don't realize how offensive that is. Um, no, I, I do. And I the do. fact that your friend has to shave his head so he can get through an airport is an outrage, and you should be outraged by it. Instead, you use it as justification why more of this shit should take place. Wait, did I? That was not my intention. I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen. Also, the meme you came up with, Muslims quote, Muslims think of the terrorists the same way Christians think of the Westboro Baptist Church, <laughs> is incorrect. The Absolutely. Westboro people are not terrorists. They're fucking douchebags, but they're not terrorists. Yes, no, and I did not come up with the meme. It no, was, it was... Uh, somebody else's Twitter thing that yeah. um, I had incorrectly called a meme. And he's he's right. The Westboro Baptist Church, they don't kill people. Vishnu actually suggested, I think it was Vishnu said, maybe the IRA is a better better example. Um, what was that? Like, okay. Oh, you should have said Timothy McVeigh or Scott Roeder. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. to your seemingly rhetorical question, are there any reasonable people anymore? Of course <laughs> when I are. wasn't being reasonable. Right. Of course there are. <laughs> Most people are reasonable people. If they weren't, this planet would have nuked itself out of existence a long, long-ass time ago. Yeah. I know it doesn't seem that way sometimes, but it has more to do with crazy people screaming the loudest than anything else. Wow, you really got your ass kicked this time. Yeah, no, uh, I, I deserved it. I kind of went off the rails right. and, and, oh, and lost message. bad. And now, Frank, let me get to you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just when I think you're going to be good cop, Connor, by saying something reasonable, you no. make a ridiculous implication that the rest of the Islam community was not doing anything to distance themselves from the extremists, saying among other things, every fucking one of you sound crazy because the not-so-crazy of you don't jump up and say, hey, we're not the crazy fuckers, end quote. Kind of interesting having me read back to me. Now, me. when you when you think about it, it is kind of difficult. Really, to, to have your paying, voice oh, heard. This is another okay. Then maybe you weren't paying attention because I heard that all the time, especially right after nine eleven. Even if people haven't been hadn't been denouncing the crazy ones, guess what, dude? They don't fucking have to. A lot of people died in seventeen seventy six to make sure that living in the Boston area. Um, let's see. I think you might not forget that so easily. Anyway, that's all I got. Great show. Peace out. Yeah, it was a, right. it was it was a, it was rough. Um, those two episodes. Well, that one in particular. That was a tough one. I didn't know how we were going to approach it, and we just no notes, just plowed right through it. And um, when 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 we have to talk about something like that, it can, it can get contradictory and hypocritical because I'm not I'm not like following an outline or anything and it's no. with stream of consciousness like like the conversation goes and we build and we try to be funny and sarcastic and sometimes at the wrong time sometimes but we I, say stupid I, things i still <laughs> yeah i know after 9-11 you know you had yeah you had some of that i'll i'll give you that but routinely you don't hear a lot from the muslim community Generally, unless well, yeah, I mean, you don't hear a lot from 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 Jewish community, or or unless something terrible happens, or really good, yeah. Mm. Well, but anyway. this, I mean, it's not. I don't know. Part of me think maybe they don't. Maybe they. I mean, you can't have people preaching against it because they're not preaching it to start with in the right. in the in the moderate. And like uh, we said, we're all very busy. Stuff. 
So I don't know. I, I don't. I I I know what I want to say, and I I can't articulate yeah. it well enough. Um, but we yeah. add voicemail. Yeah, we do. All right. Thank you guys for writing in. I yes, I thank you. Seriously, do appreciate when people say, "Hey, shithead, cut it out." Uh okay. We got a bunch from Sandy. So all right. Let's see. Uh, well, we what have you got. We have four of them here. It's all different subjects. So let me make sure I have all this all set. So I wrote about this in the Facebook thing, but I was going to share with you about the the uh, extraction I had. I've never had a problem with uh, going to the dentist. Usually if they try and give me the medicines and the drugs, I usually just say no because I don't want that stuff sitting around the house. Or I get one or two, and then that's all I need, if any. You know, Tylenol, extra strength Tylenol or something like that usually does just fine. Mm. And this time he said it's a surgical one. And mind you, he had me in and out of there in an hour. And I can't decide if he's the worst or the best dentist ever. <laughs> But I, he, he said, this is going to be a surgical version because you have bulbous roots. And the funny thing about the bulbous, he looks at me, and I don't know if he's been slapped before or he thought that I, or I had a look on my face, but he seemed to apologize when he said I had bulbous roots, like I was going to be mad because I had fat roots or something, you know. But he says he's going to have to do it surgically. And I'm like, okay, no problem. So they go through the whole thing, and there's some spots where I felt some pretty serious pain. And, and like you said, the worst part really is the gagging. And then the guy gets it done and he's oh, he's done a lot faster than i thought they'd be i thought well that was pretty impressive and he's putting the stitches in and stuff and he's like oh give me another one because uh the knot on this one didn't work so he had to put in another stitch and it's pretty cool looking if you see it, it if you could see it it almost looks like he got vocal cords down in the middle of your gums <laughs> like he got this hole where your tooth should have been and then it was closed off with with vocal cords so it was pretty neat looking but the minute he had to retie the knot or the minute he said it was surgical, I should have shut up and took whatever drugs they gave me. Mm-hmm. They offered me a thing of 20 tablets of hydrocodone. Oh. And I was like, no, I don't want that crap around my house. People will break into your house and beat you up to take that stuff so yeah. they can sell it on the streets. So I took five. Worst mistake ever. <laughs> I think I could have taken every single pill. I was in such pain. I tried going to work. I couldn't think straight. Um, I tried to take one pill just to get through, and I was a complete drugged-up mess and didn't know what I was doing at oh, work. Wow. I was totally lost and basically was texting my husband saying, I think I'm high and, and constantly <laughs> awesome. aching. I couldn't sleep because it just hurt so much nonstop. So just you never can predict what's going on with your tooth work, but if you're going to go in and you usually take it pretty easy like I do, and they say they're going to do anything surgical, or they dare call your roots bulbous or anything, you take whatever drugs they're willing to give you. And then you just hide them in a vase or something. Or, uh, not a vase. <laughs> a safe or something. Now we know but where to find anyways, them. that's my most recent experience. Oh, the funny part was uh, the next morning I got to go to work and I decided to take one hydrocodone. I figured I'll be okay, right? So I'm sitting around at work and my husband goes, shouldn't you be there by now doing something or other? And I said, oh, no, I got lots of time. And then I pull into work and I realize I'm a half hour late and I didn't even know it. So (laughs) it was just a nasty, painful mess. And it was probably a month ago. And I'm just now starting to feel normal. Um, I'm getting a bridge put in later. That's why all that stuff's going on. So anywho, just thought I'd share. Bye. All right. What's the next one? Uh, hold on. Uh, somebody sent a message on Facebook, asked if we were broadcasting. We are. Yeah. Hmm. Hold on. Let me just answer him here. Uh, it says we are on my end. Um, those pills that, that she got, which are the same ones that I got, mm-hmm. they don't do fuck all for me. 
Like, I'm better off taking a leave. I need something stronger. I don't know if it was the drug Take, like, ten a leave. I took two of these things the other night just just to go to sleep. What are they? Let me see. It's it's, um, hydrocodone or hydrocodone. I have one left that I'm saving for a special occasion. (laughs) Um, Like, if I break something. But I had, like, I had ten, I think. Oh, or me. 12 um and i just i just took them when when i started to really yeah. feel it um this time i think she went a little further because i still have a little bit of tenderness actually way up where the yeah. the bottom of the tooth would be in my in my jaw but it's really it's not bad but yeah, it's the gagging and that twinge when she's like, ah, oh, like you know, she's drilling with that yeah. super long, thin one. It's like almost got the whole thing, almost got uh, it. Ah, fuck there me, you go. Stop that, gross. Yeah. Ah. I hate this. All right, what's her next one? All right, let's see what we got. So, if you liked Slither, which I'm not sure how much I liked it the first time, but the second or third times I've watched it, I just adore it. It's just goofy fun. And it's really gross, way beyond anything it needs to be. Mm. But if you enjoyed that and haven't already seen uh, Severance, which is actually a British movie uh, about some people going off to a business retreat, mm. that one is amazing. And Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, just yeah, that the, one's a lot of the fun. The dark humor in these things are just unfreaking believable, and they are so funny. So I highly recommend them. Bye. You should watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It sounds familiar. You will have a lot of fun with that. Suri from Thirty Rock is in it. That's oh, all. Really? That's all I need to tell you. Oh. And Alan, what's his face there from uh, Firefly? And he was um, the the priest and uh, uh, Pastor Veal on Arrested Development. Remember? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's in it. And so it's a lot of fun. It, it plays around with the um, like perception versus reality. Yeah. Uh, Did you start watching Archer? No, no. Uh, the other one she mentioned was it? Severance. I keep seeing that pop up on Netflix, and I and I almost click on it, and then I don't. So I'll check it out now. We got two more. Let's see what this one is. Hey, it's Sandy again. I don't know why I'm calling so much, but hey, I <laughs> wanted to get your opinion on what you think about the Star Wars movie, even or Star Trek, ah, Star Trek movie, even though we might not have seen too much of it, and I haven't watched the trailer like crazy, but I'm worried that it's going to be horribly disappointing. I, I thought the hmm. first one might be, and it really blew my socks off. Um, so all I could do was talk about it afterwards. I've never considered myself a Trekkie. But every little nod they made to the originals, the the red shirt thing, the voice acting, it was just so amazing. But I'm honestly worried that they're not going to have anything to show us the second time around. Because, like, they did all the nods and they did the voice and the fascinating and the, um, you know, Sulu and just the the way the whole thing was done. It's almost like they they shot their load already, so to speak. (laughs) So I just don't know what they could show us in the second movie that would just be as jaw-dropping because we never expected to see it in the first one. So if that makes sense, I'm kind of curious what your guys' thoughts are on that. It's, it's, I expect it to be kind of like Phantom Menace was for the Star Wars follow-up. I, I just, uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also dreading it at the same time. So 
Anyways, just curious what you guys think. Oh, and what do you think about the new Lone Ranger? I loved, I liked Lone Ranger as a kid, all the reruns I got to watch. And I really love some of the things I'm seeing in the new Lone Ranger trailer, and I'm avoiding those trailers now, too. But <laughs> I loved the Legend of Lone Ranger when it came out. It just hit me at the perfect time. I hear the music, I see the scenes from it, and I still get choked up almost as much as I did for Superman, which is kind of hard to believe, you know, for no, like, no. Superman and Raiders of the Lost Ark. But it's just, I just love that movie. I and I want to own it yeah. on Blu-ray. Um, but I'm just still worried to death that the whole... Tim Burton, Johnny Depp thing's going to ruin it. So, it's anyways, not Tim those Burton, two things, that's all. No, Thanks. it's Verbinski. Gore Verbinski. Yeah. Um, I'll give you Frank's answer about Star Trek. I don't really care. I'll watch it. Well, no, here's the thing. I <laughs> gave my summary of it and the third one as well. Because um, it's all the same movie. And um, so there's that. And I'll see it yeah. because... Um, I'm not going to trash something I haven't seen. Right. All right. Um, and I figure for me, it's a win-win situation. If it's great and I like it, great. I enjoy myself and I'll be pleasantly surprised and I will have enjoyed a, you know, a great movie experience. But if I'm right, I get to be right. So if I'm right and it was terrible. Exactly. So here's the thing. I think. Um, but to, I, I to give it a little disa- more. I think depth. the disappointment thing is is a is a valid. But it's a personal thing at this point now with everybody. It's like people are going to be disappointed with Iron Man three. People are going to be disappointed with Pacific Rim. People are going to be disappointed with uh, but, whatever. Uh, see, I can't even. It depends on how high your expectations get. Like I cannot wait. The the one movie I want to see this summer is Pacific Rim, but I'm also going to go in with. Well, this but could, I'll, but this could be. Just mediocre. That's is that Del Toro? Yeah. Okay. That is the only reason. The only reason that could compel me to go and see that movie. Because quite frankly, that. I would look at that. I'm not a huge robot guy. Right. All right. Um but that to me looks like, hey, why didn't they put that money into like a Transformers movie? Yeah. Okay. Right. And, that, and that's yeah. that's fine. So um and it might be cool. All yeah. right. Um, and it might start something. And Del Toro does interesting stuff. He does. And like when I saw, but he's got the characters behind it yeah, too, which when is I, good. When I saw side effects, yeah. Um, the reason I saw it, two reasons I start. One, I like the actors. Yep. Two, um, I like the director, mm. and I know that you know what, this may be what I think it's going to be. But Soderbergh is such that mm. he can he's going to do something a little different with it. Yeah. Good, bad, or otherwise, it's not going to be the same type of police procedural right, that right. I fall asleep to on a Monday night. Man. All right? So it's going to be different. And I was very pleasantly surprised, and it wasn't what I thought it was going mm. to be. And it was fantastic. So Del Toro is the only reason I'll see well, I think, um, Pacific Rim. I think watching the trailer here wa- and watching the WonderCon footage for Pacific Rim, I, I'm starting to think that all we're seeing is the first half of the movie. Because it's like the same fight in the same bay, yeah. with the same rainy conditions. I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously so there. I think there is a lot that we're not seeing, which is good. But back to Star Trek to answer her question. It'll um, <laughs> no, I don't think it will. I think it's going to be good because uh, I honestly think that this Star Trek is what got him his Star Wars job. Because this is a is it's not like an origin story like the other yeah. one was. This is like 
straight up, this is what you can do when you're given free reign to. Do, uh, it looks okay. lots of lots of space combat, lots of lots of in atmosphere stuff. And the first ten minutes that they showed in front of the Hobbit was like better than the rest of the first movie combined. That sentence made no sense, but you know no, what I'm I talking didn't. about. It was tense. The made characters more sense are than the first movie. The characters are already established, so you know it's like it's like it's like it's like oh, I'm gonna go watch Lethal Weapon five, and it's like I know these characters. It's easy. It's you know the story. So, exactly, it's gonna be it's the nice hangover right two back of the into. Star Trek movies. I don't think so. I think I think Abrams is smart enough to take it and go I'll go di- unlike Superman. Like Superman Returns was the same as Superman. Well, but you this know what? one, this one, it's got General Zod in it, so it's. But I, I wouldn't even place the 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 blame or necessarily give the kudos to Abrams because I don't think it's necessarily something that's in his control. Because I don't know. because who, who wrote this? I have I have no idea. But what I think is that it's it's the property itself. It's what Star Trek is. Well, okay, yeah. and Star Trek came at a time. That and one of the, the time that Star Trek came out, okay, there was a lot about um, kind of people coming together yeah. and people solving a problem, people dealing with a threat. And it was very, right. it was very right for the time. Yeah, you know, it was the mid sixties, whatever. Okay, so it it was if you watch lots of episodes of star trek they're all very very the same they get pretty formulaic well, yeah okay yeah. and that's just the nature of the beast right and i think that that's a trap that anybody mm. would fall into and i really think that it comes down to okay it, it, it's like a romantic comedy we all know what's going to happen yeah okay and i and i and i said it Last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, there's like five you know, five plot points you have to hit. Exactly. In every and it's it's gonna be the 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 journey getting there. There's not gonna be any earth shattering um you know, revelations about anybody's character or anybody's storyline. It'll it'll be the spectacle, what you see. But that, not necessarily that, where the story goes. But Star Trek two is is the empire of the Star Trek series with Khan with Spock's death and all that. They did shit in that movie that like set a high bar for yeah, the cause series. Yeah, cuz it was but it was story. It right. was a and little this, bit different than the a regular yeah. Star Trek story, which is what you yeah. should do when you take something from a small screen to a big screen. Right, Give it right. bigger scope. And now I don't think the scope is being broadened. That well, let's much. well let's see. Let's let's wait and see. It's like two more weeks. I'll go see it with Ellen, and I'll tell you all about it. (laughs) What's the next one? All right, last one here from Sandy. We have this one. So I'm I'm just about done with the last last episode, and you guys were talking about the CNN local (laughs) news thing, and one of the things that makes me me made me most excited uh, excited about watching the Boston news and thank you Chris for that link was um, I had a channel five. they were dead on and they were accurate and CNN was doing second guessing the whole time yeah and it was really weird watching what was going on in Boston <laughs> and then watching CNN and seeing how far off they really were how much they really didn't know even though some of them were in Boston they were so disconnected <laughs> yeah that they did not know what was going on they were replaying stuff that wasn't important anymore yeah and things like that and I found that utterly fascinating and um I really do think the internet is faster than CNN and those things nowadays. I usually see it on Facebook. Yep. The um, 
the Korea warning, nuclear threat, all those things. They've all popped up on Facebook, if I'm looking at Facebook, before mm. my CNN alerts popped up. So, yeah. Anyways, bye. Excuse me, I'm yawning, which is terribly mm. impolite to do on the show. You're playing Scrabble. I'm You're not totally into the episode. Um, but yeah, it was really, it's really interesting to hear people on the other side of the country um, watch our news feed, yeah. our news channels, and compare them because they don't have the Chet and Natalie. You they know, don't know who Chet and Natalie exactly. are. There's no Shelby emotional, there's no emotional attachment to it. So it's just straight up comparison where uh, CNN's a bunch of shitheads. Yeah. And these people know what they're doing. There you go. Yeah. That was nice. That's nice to hear. Hmm. So thank you. Uh, Andy, yeah, it thanks, sounded Andy. like she was hiding under a blanket. Yeah, to so record it sounded that like one. the end of Blair Witch. I, I have to say, the audio quality, even while she's driving, which don't do that, is really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming she's recording on her phone and sending us the MP3s that way. So anybody can do that. Yeah. It's areyouseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Is, so, it, um, is it time? I think it's time. There was Let's so much stuff on the Facebook group, say. but. I just yeah. I can't look keep at it. We were going to keep it to an hour, and it's an hour. And Which a half, isn't bad yeah. that it's an hour 22. Yeah, no, that's cool. Let's do this and see right. how. I know you guys are used to something really funny in the intro, but I hope you're not going to be mad because I got nothing. You're it's... done fucked up now. <laughs> Seriously. Last <laughs> <laughs> uh, rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> I'm gonna go have some ding dongs and shut the fuck yeah. up. That never happened, by the way. I love ding dongs. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott, and I'm already regretting not having an intro for this segment after you both yelled at me. It's almost like you both were just waiting for me to not have an intro so you could say, Go out, teach this fucker a lesson. Well, I hear you loud and clear. Have you learned your lesson? Yeah, yeah. That'll show you. There you go, dummy. <laughs> maybe you guys haven't learned your lesson. What? You know I never learn anything. Well, maybe I take that back. I have learned a few things about you guys. Like, anytime someone asks Frank a question, he only has one type of answer. That's the cynical douchebag answer. I've learned that there's really only one thing that turns on Chris besides tentacle porn. A lot of uh, full frontal elderly women nudity. In fact, I probably yep. learned more about you two than anyone else could ever want to know. And I've done it by listening to hours upon hours of this podcast. It's Sorry. a shitty way to do it, but that's, that's well, yeah, that's It's the probably point. the worst possible way to do it. <laughs> well, regardless of that, the end result is still the same. I think I officially know more about Chris and Frank than I do about anything else in my life that's fucking horrible <laughs> well i guess it's too bad that the knowledge about you guys doesn't get me a degree or benefits or a high-paying job you know at least then that would make a little bit of sense i suppose so but it's too late now why well because what i know about you can never be unknown <laughs> and everything terrible you guys have ever said i will never forget fuck well, guys, that's about it for me tonight, but all you Are You Serious cult members should tune in next week when Frank tells us about why he's horrible at math. I can't count, and it's embarrassing to me. <laughs> Chris critiques Frank's penis. It doesn't 
have the oomph that it should. <laughs> Chris demonstrates his skill in transitioning from one podcast segment to the next segment. There was something in there that reminded me of something else, and uh, I totally forgot what it was. And finally, Chris tells Frank how most female prostitutes don't actually have a penis. They don't have one. Well, they fucking need one. <laughs> but until then, peace and love, guys. <laughs> Last Rites with Reverend Scott. He keeps it smart, short, and funny, which is the opposite of what we do. Are you serious? Hey, we're the crazy fuckers. Fuck! <laughs> oh, that made my eye water. That was good. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Nah, I'm really sleepy. Me too. Um, go see Iron Man 3, everybody. It was really good. That's our endorsement. Go see uh, Star Trek. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what? what? That's it. I got nothing. I'm going to fall asleep. Oh, oh, I, love, I love the fact that there's a movie out there that just aggravates you. It doesn't aggravate me. <laughs> Every time it comes up, you're like, Ugh. <laughs> I saw Star Trek. Hey, Olympus has fallen. That was the other piece Uh, of shit. You know what? That has actually, I mean, the buzz. I've been hearing buzz. It's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, I'm sorry. I was watching it, and and my gut visceral reaction was, you shouldn't have made this movie. Have um, have you seen the trailer for R.I.P.D.? I don't like it. No, I haven't seen that. Well, you should look at that offline. Hey, I got a laugh. Opinion. I got a laugh on the when make cracking jokes about the trailers. Which one? During the Olympus has fallen, it says they know America's secrets. Uh, yeah. And I said, "Oh shit, they know about America's porn history." And I got uh, like yeah. three laughs from no, that. That's I thought funny. that was pretty good. That was good. The girls behind us laughed. That's all that no, matters. That's funny. So, oh, I'm so uh, thank you, Scott. Right. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Chris. Everybody for the feedback. I love it. Well, good night. Oh, I love me. it when we get called out on shit. So to recap the show: Iron Man, good. Star Trek, bad for Frank. Um, I I guess I wish I had more friends. Is that what I'm getting at? Nah, I don't know. Like that, yeah. We're all busy, but we're only busy as you want to be. Uh, don't try to fit a full-size mattress up my stairs. Or in your mouth. What? If you could fit a full-size mattress in your mouth, you you're in the wrong job. done way too much porn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The question with, like, with like, like, should you just, like, like, just, I don't know. Like, do you just contact? How do you know when you're bugging people when they don't want to talk to you? You don't. You just call. I know. They don't want to talk to you. They won't answer. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. My voicemail is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, start uh, watching Archer. It's so fucking funny. I know. I rest the development in like less than a month. I know. I can't wait. Because now we're in May. Mm-hmm. All right. Happy birthday to my sister. Birthday was yesterday. Nice. She'll never hear that. Wouldn't that be funny if everyone in your family listened? Like right now, everybody's awake at home. That would be very surprising. Streaming the whole thing. Yeah, what does motherfucker mean? You know what it means. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now shut up. <laughs> Alrighty. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. We'll fill in the end later. <laughs> It'll be right here. Bye.
Are you still there? You tell him! You tell him I'm coming! Tell him I'm fucking coming! I'm gonna bring the whole fucking diseased, corrupt temple down on your head. It's gotta be biblical. I got something planned for your wife and kid that they ain't never gonna forget. They ain't never gonna forget it, neither will you, counselor. You're there in 30 minutes where I find you, Jerry, and I shoot you, and I shoot your fucking wife, and I shoot all your little fucking children, and I shoot them all in the back of their little fucking heads, you got it? I only tell you one time. Don't fuck me, Tony. Don't you ever try to fuck me. From now on, you better be looking behind you when you walk. Because one day you're going to get a bullet in your back. You die first, get it? Your friends might get me in a rush, but not before I make your head into a canoe. You understand me? You better drop that blade. Or you won't believe what happens next. Even while it's happening. I'm giving you a choice. Either put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. Whatever you're reaching for better be a sandwich, because you're going to have to eat it. Fuck me, buddy. I'll kick your ass so hard you'll have to unbutton your collar to shit. No, that's not what you think. You fuck people out of money and get away with it. You can't fuck Hey, you fat Irish prick. You put my fucking money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your fucking brain to sleep. I'm going to give you three seconds. Exactly three fucking seconds to wipe that stupid looking grin off your face or I will gouge out your eyeballs and skull fuck you. Oh, I, I am two seconds from being on you like white on rice and a glass of milk and a paper plate in a snowstorm. I will put my foot so far up your ass, the water on my knee will quench your thirst. I'll hit you so hard in the face, you'll be shitting teeth. You stay out of my way, there'll be no problem. But if you toy with me, I'll burn you so bad you'll wish you died as a child. You and that other dummy better start getting more personally involved in your work, or I'm gonna stab you through the heart with a fucking pencil, do you understand me? You make one more drug deal, and I'll forget your grandmother was so nice to me. I'll cut your fucking nuts off, you understand that? And tomorrow we come back and we cut off your Johnson. Excuse me? I said we cut off your Johnson! Now what you gonna do about that? You gonna stop us? <laughs> you gonna look pretty funny trying to eat corn on a car with no fucking teeth. Now, I don't give a damn who you are. This is America, Jack. Now you say one more word about Lisa here and I'm gonna break my foot off in your royal ass. So you tell me that's that before I beat the hell from you. I swear my fucking mother, if you touch her again, you're dead! Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you! You only exist out here because of me! Your fucking warrant don't ever go over my fucking head again, you motherfucker, you! Now, if I ever, I mean, if I ever see you here again, you die just like that. The price you pay for bringing up either my Chinese or American heritage as a negative is, I collect your fucking head. Just like this fucker here. Now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now's the fucking time! Go ahead. Make my day. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Shut that cunt's mouth or I'll come over there and fuck start her head. Listen, asshole. No, you listen, you little bitch. You hang up on me again, I'll gut you like a fish. I'll rip out your eyes and piss on your brain. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! You had best unfuck yourself or I will unscrew your head and check down your neck! 
I'm gonna rip the eyes out of your head and piss in your dead skull. You fucked with the wrong Marine. I gotta barbecue your ass, you molasses, Loxley. I'm gonna cut your heart out with a spoon. I'm gonna rip your fucking spine out, I swear to God. You can see this knife? I'm gonna teach you to speak English with this fucking knife. I am gonna send you to a deep, dark place, and I am gonna have fun doing it. I'll send you straight to hell, fucker! I'll tear your fucking heart out, girl! I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too! You're gonna die screaming. And I'm gonna watch. Darling, light of my life. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash him right the fuck in. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the ovary. That's what I'm gonna do. A straight shot. Oh, ow. Right to the baby maker. <laughs> I'm gonna check the front of my car. If it smells like ass, I'm gonna beat you like a runaway slave. I'm gonna hit you so hard, your children will be born bruised. I'll hit you so hard, I'll kill your whole family. I'm gonna hit you so hard, it'll make your ancestors dizzy. You get sarcastic with me again, and I will stuff so much cotton wool down your fucking throat, it'll come out your ass like the wee tail on a Playboy bunny. And if you betray us, I'll rip your fucking balls off and stuff them up your ass so that the next time you shit, you'll shit all over your balls. Got it? You're incapable of running this shit. Sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. Move those hands, I'll slap the taste out of your mouth. You understand me? Come quietly, or there will be trouble. Put a sock on it, boy, or else you'll be out of here like shit through a goose. One more peep out of you, Weisenheimer, and I'll butter your necktie. Shut up, Chip, or I'll go ape shit on your ass. I'm gonna scissor kick you in the back of the head. I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. I must break you. Hey, buddy, ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beat until you pissed blood? My boyfriend's gonna fuck you up, and then after that, while he's fucking up your fucking gay uncle over there, I'm gonna fucking cut off your cock and mail it to your mother, you fucking faggot bitch. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes, I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. What are you gonna do, shoot us all? No ways. Just you. You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Oh, that's funny. You're gonna look funnier sucking my dick with no teeth. Don't you get smart with me, you little prick. I will shit in you. I will see to it you spend the next ten years in prison getting ass fucked. And if the case is thrown out because my arrest was too violent, I will personally hire men to ass fuck you for the next ten years. So if you're an ass fucking fan, you go ahead and mouth off. I will smash your face into a car windshield and then take your mother Dorothy Mantooth out for a nice seafood dinner and never call her again. I'm gonna shove one of those fake hearing devices so far up your ass you can hear the sound of your small intestine as it produces shit. Listen up, you little spazoids. I know where you live and I've seen where you sleep. I swear to everything holy that your mothers will cry when they see what I've done to you. You bomb me with one more can cake and I'll snap up your cojones and boil the motor oil. You keep looking at me, I'm gonna put you in the fucking ground, I promise you. I got the muscle to shove enough of this factory so far up your stupid wop ass that you'll shit snow for a year. Well, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time.
Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Don't you ever try and fucking run on us. Because I got six little friends. And they can all run faster than you can. I want you to find this Nancy boy, Elliot Ness. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss on his ass. Any some bitch takes a shot at me, not only going to kill him, I'm going to kill his wife. All his friends. Burn his damn house down. I can lay you out and fill your mouth with your mother's feces. Or we can talk. I know you know where they are, so tell me. Before I do some damage, you won't walk away from Listen to me, Anthony. I got your head in a fucking vice. I'm gonna squash your fucking head like a grapefruit if you don't give me a name. Tell me where John is and I'll finish you quick. I promise you won't have to find out what your left ball tastes like. I'm gonna ask you one last goddamn time. If you still respectfully refuse, I'm calling the bear Jew over. He's gonna take that big bat of his and he's gonna beat your ass to death with it. If you don't do it convincingly, I take you out back and I run my fucking tractor over your head the rest of the day. In a few minutes, I'm going to pull out some of your fingernails and I'm going to leave you to think about it. And later I'll come back and I'll slash your eyeballs. I'll pour gasoline in your eyes from time to time just to keep you from passing out. You hear me talking, hillbilly boy? I ain't through with you by damn sight. I'm going to get medieval on your ass. And I'll burn his head with a blowtorch. And smash his face with an iron. First thing I'm gonna do is bite off every one of these little fingers, one at a time. Do you fly, Johnny? No. You keep that in mind when you look at her, because if your dick jumps out of your pants, you jump out of this plane. And if you come near my family again, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Well, excuse me, but fuck you, Derek. If you come near Danny again, I will feed you your fucking heart, Cameron. Let me ask your wife a couple of questions, okay? You move. You make one sound. I'll snatch the life right out of you, you understand? If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. I will fucking destroy you. I will make it my mission in life. And I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up. One night I'm going to come to you inside of your house, wherever you're sleeping, and I'm going to cut your throat. If I were you, I'd get in that fucking car and I'd get out of here, man. And I'd gather them goonies and get whatever you've got and call it me. Because I'm going to fucking hit you all. You just... Fuck with the wrong guy. Don't push it. Don't push it. I'll give you a war you won't believe. Let it go. Let it go. You're ghosting us, motherfucker. I don't care who you are back in the world. You give up a position one more time. I'll bleed you real quiet. Leave you here. Got that? I can take that to the bank. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. That's all you get, jerks!